Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills Podcast. Dag Heward Mills Podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. In our teaching this Thursday, Bishop Dag will outline the final stage a person goes through when he is gradually changing into a rebel and becoming a disloyal member in the house of God. According to scripture, God does not support rebellion in any form and likens it to witchcraft. Today's teaching will help you to identify, prevent and eradicate any such tendency within you. Discover how people run into rebellion because of their innocence and ignorance from today's word and find out how you can escape this negative state. Be blessed by the word. Father, thank you so much for this morning. An opportunity, Lord, indeed, to come into your presence and be fed and receive inspiration, direction. We ask for leadership. We ask for your spirit to guide us. Let your will be done, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Uh, this morning I want to uh, conclude on a very important series I've been preaching for a long time now on loyalty. I'm on the very last stage, execution. Amen. Uh, we've been sharing about loyalty and disloyalty. Now, if you're a businessman or you are a leader of any sort, political leader or any other kind of a leader, remember this, that loyalty is a very important key for your business or your country or whatever you have. Amen. You have, let's take for the country, let's say we have our president, Kufo. Uh, if he has disloyal people in Bema camp, he's got a problem. Is that not so? He may be sitting down in the state house or the castle planning on how to reduce the price of petrol for us or how to, you know, make uh, us uh, have what? A a rice farm or something and then you have a disloyal colonel or general who rises up and disturbs everything. So we have all sorts of problems. So you, you, if you're a politician, if you're a leader, if you're a businessman, you need to have loyal people. Is that not so? Can I have an amen? amen. Alright, and also, if you have, if you are a businessman, let's say, hello? Yeah, if you're a businessman and you have one shop, maybe you, 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 you're doing well with your shop and you want to expand in a place like Ghana, you are going to need to expand into uh, many different places. You know, we don't have a very good transportation system. If people live in Adenta, they are not going to come to Labadi to come and buy paracetamol. You have to open another shop in Adenta. You get it for the people in Adenta. And if you want the people in uh, Dansoman Last Stop to also buy your things, you have to come to Dansoman Last Stop and open another shop there. Because the people in Dansoman Last Shop are never going to go to Adenta. Do you know how long it takes to get to Adenta? It takes about one to two hours to drive from Dansoman Last Stop to Adenta. You know, at least an hour. Huh? One and a half hours, right? It's, it's a long journey. So if your business is going to expand, you're going to need to have 
loyal people in the other shops. Now, if you don't have a loyal people, right, your shop cannot expand because as soon as you go away from your shop, right, uh, the guys are going to, they will sell the paracetamol, they will sell the codeine, they will sell the chloroquine, they will sell the injections, and then they will quickly, whilst you are away, they will go to the wholesalers and buy the paracetamol and the codeine and the injections and come and replace the one they sold for the whole day and you just put it back and then they are taking the profit. I mean, it's as simple as that. Uh, you've not thought about that before. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of things. If you, if you are a hotel owner, pray about it. Because when you step out of the hotel, right, if you are the manager or the owner, when you step out of the hotel, there are all sorts of people who come to the hotel and inst- instead of registering, right, they will, they will not register and they say, how much is a room? They say, oh, it's 50,000. That's okay. You just yeah, pay 50,000. So they pay 50,000. You have 10 people like that paying 50,000. They come and they go, right? And then what happens when the evening comes, or let's say the manager comes the next day, you say, oh, today we had only one, uh, one, one room was used. But 10 rooms have been used. 10 rooms have been used, right? But only that he kept the room, the money for the nine rooms. And when the people went, they just make the bed nicely. Pray about hotel beds before you sleep on them. <laughs> Are you listening to me or you've decided to go back home? Yeah. So you need a loyal person. Not, ne- you know, not, even, not even somebody who studied management. Not even somebody who studied management, but just somebody who is loyal to you. Somebody who will tell you the truth. If you are a contractor and you have people working for you, step out of the site for a few moments. Oh man! Your, your, your nails will disappear. Your cement will vanish. You will send them, go and buy this and they will buy less. And they will tell you it was this. And the transfer was that. And it's all not true. So, you, so before you even get somebody who is trained to be a whatever engineer or whatever, you just need a loyal person. People don't know that loyalty and faithfulness is, is one great key to greatness and multiplication. If you have a taxi and your driver is not faithful, pray about it. They can tell lies. I've had a taxi before. I've had a hiring car before. I've been a transport owner, manager before. Yeah. One, one time my hiring car vanished. It vanished for three, three, four days, five days. No sign. When I saw the car one day, I was driving in the evening. I said, that is my car. Because it's business. I turned around more than James Bond to follow that car. And then I got it. So eventually I got, I got part of my money and I sacked the driver and all that. But pray for loyal people everywhere. If you're a pastor and you want to start a church, oh man, supposing you don't have loyal people in the church, as soon as you step out of the church, you hear the things they'll say about you. If you're a pastor and you travel, that's why some pastors don't travel. 
Some pastors don't have assistant pastors. They have only their wife. There's no other pastor in the church. Some people don't have cell groups, branches. They don't want to have... I've met many pastors who have said, I don't want to have any branch. I was speaking to a pastor in London. He was telling me about a large church, pastors, a Nigerian pastor near uh, his church. And he, he just, we just went for a walk then. He was showing me a nice big building. And he said, you know, this, he, this pastor started a church. And uh, this pastor started a church. He had a very large church. And then they bought this new building in London. And so they moved there. And they left a main part of the church at their old place. Just like how we are here. And we moved to another place. So they moved. And most of the old families who had been in the church for many, many years were left at the other place with an assistant pastor. And he was telling me how... Some weeks earlier, the pastor of the church honored the assistant who had stayed faithfully and was now pastoring the old branch where they had left and moved on. And that was a very large congregation because all, most of the old members were there. And one day, not knowing, not one day, because it takes time, this pastor began to speak to the members about this man, the pastor, he's this, he's a thief, he's like that, he's cheating, he's this, he's that, for a long time. And then one day, pa, he was off. He took the whole congregation with him. Because you see, people believe things. If you tell somebody this, he, why should he not believe it? Because the story is being told. Faith comes by hearing. What makes him not believe it? If they tell you, it's, it must be true, otherwise it wouldn't be said. He took the whole church. He was telling me, this pastor said, he will never have any, it, he was so broken. He will not have any church, any branch, just where he is. That is where. And so that's Satan's plan to prevent us from expanding. Because let's face it, our churches at Achimota, for instance, that were showing me the attendance, over 400 people sitting there on Sunday morning. They can't, they will not come to Kolegono and Adenta and other places. We have hundreds of people all over the city. They can't come to one place. So Satan would not like them to have churches. So he would like to do things so that pastors are rebellious, they are disloyal, and people do not, cannot stay in the system because people are breaking off all the time everywhere. Everywhere. And that is why loyalty is such an important message. Because without loyalty, you, you cannot... Uh, give me a loyal pastor who doesn't know about pastoring. I prefer that. Than a pastor who knows everything about anointing and God and everything, but is not loyal. Oh, please, give me that guy who is loyal. I, I think I, I'm okay with him. I prefer to stay. It's okay for me. Amen. Are you listening to me? So, in the Bible, you will find out that people who were rebellious and disloyal, and when we say loyal, it doesn't mean, you know, be loyal to foolishness. Or be loyal to, uh, it means they are teaching us to be blind and to be, no. That is a redescription of a beautiful thing. Jesus was faithful. The Bible says he's the high priest who was faithful in all things to his father. Being faithful to your God and being faithful to the one who sent you does not mean that you are, uh, 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 there, are there are negative ways of describing every good thing. Somebody, somebody would uh, uh, describe a, a loyal pastor as a yes man. One day, uh, one day, a pastor came, uh, was talking to me and he was, he was saying that, you know, uh, uh, are you sure that the pastors around you are not yes men? And I said, what do you mean by yes man? 
A yes man is somebody who just says yes. You know? And as I was looking at this verse, I said, you know, you want to really describe every nice thing and make it sound so ugly. That guy, his church is just like this, from here to here. You stand here, the church is up to here. You are telling me that, yes, yes man, you are describing a nice thing as being a yes man. You also, with your wisdom, prove whether what you are doing is working. From here to here is your, your church. Just here. And you are saying somebody said, another one said, I don't want to say, yes, I'm master. Yes, I'm master. Reverend said, what are some of the other terms they use? You have forgotten something. A stooge. So I said, are they stooges? No, I'm not teaching you to be a stooge. You forgot it. A clone. Somebody said, you are making clones. Are your pastors clones? This is wickedness. The mouth of some people is like a snake that is, that is working. Snake. Clones. Someone said, I don't want to lose my personality. What do you mean? But you see, wisdom is justified of her children. God has blessed us. Our church, I, was, I was in Kumasi during the week. Our pastor was telling me they have 30 churches in Kumasi. Yeah, 30 churches in Kumasi. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful. 30 churches in Kumasi. Town. And, and he, one of the pastors was coming by. He's called Wizzy. He said, hello. His church has got almost 200, 200 people now. I said, wow. And you have people come up with all kind of funny things so that loyalty doesn't look as attractive and as good as it really is. It's a very good thing. I'm here. I'm blessed in peace. Amen. My church is in Kumasi. I'm not afraid of the people there. I'm not afraid when I get there, they will have changed their mind about me. No. I'm at peace. I'm at peace. Whatever the Lord is doing in London, I'm at peace. In Australia, in New York. Amen. My people love me. I love my people. Amen. It's a good thing to have loyal and faithful people everywhere. Pray for it. Pray for it. There's nothing like that. Many pastors and bishops and overseers are struggling. You go to a church, they are annoyed with the pastor. The pastor is annoyed with them. You, you will see this and that and that. Oh, man. You will not be happy with it. But loyalty is a beautiful thing. And the people who destroy loyal, who destroy a spirit of faithfulness and a culture of loyalty are evil people with an evil spirit. In fact, I'm going to give you the real name of such people today. Careful now. Such people are nothing else but witches. Turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse, we're going to read. First Samuel, you find 1 Samuel chapter 15. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22, and Samuel said, hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, 
to obey. To obey is what? Better than sacrifice. And to hearken or to listen. Hearken is an old word for listen. To listen is better than the fat of rams. The fat of rams represent the best part of the sacrifice. How many know that fat is oil? So when you put fat in the fire, the sacrifice, the fire, there's a lot of fat. It burns better and it gives a better sacrifice. So Bible is saying that to listen is better than the best of sacrifices that you may ever make. Just to listen to what God is saying is to hearken is better than the fat of rams. Amen. Then it goes on because how many know this story? This one, this was Saul who had done his own thing. He was doing his own thing as a member of God's army, but he was still doing his own thing. So notice verse 23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. Amen. 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 Now notice, rebellion or disloyalty is as what? Is as the sin of witchcraft. So, under this very last stage we are sharing about today, we realize that God equates disloyalty or rebellion against his commandments rebellion is the open open rebellion is a stage we talked about last week is that not so and god sees open rebellion or rebellion which is a form of disloyalty as witchcraft it's the same thing god says it is as witchcraft which means it is the same as witchcraft it has the same effect it is the same i equate it to witchcraft. Amen. Now, understanding, are you listening to me? You may think you are just sitting there remembering a little. You are practicing witchcraft. Oh, I just complain from time to time. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? These pastors are not always right. You know, we've got to put in a word, you know? I'm just saying one or two things. You are being a little witch. Keep listening. It's getting going to get worse. Turn to Exodus 22. Exodus 22, please. Exodus. Chapter 20, number 2. 22. If a man... Verse 14, borrow out of his neighbor and it hurt or die. The owner thereof be not with it, he shall surely make it good. But if the owner thereof be with it, he shall not make it good. If it be an hired thing, it came for his hire. Did you understand that? You borrow something from someone and the person is not with it. You know, like you borrow somebody's kind, the person is not around and then the carburetor gets spoiled. You are supposed to fix the carburetor. But if you are with the owner of the car, in the car, and the carburetor gets spoiled, you don't have to repair it. He should repair his carburetor. Do, do you understand? 
that is how, that is what he's trying to say if the owner thereof be with it okay verse 16 if a man entice a maid that is not betrothed and lie with her he shall surely endow her to be his wife that means that if you sleep with somebody right uh, who is not your wife you are supposed to marry her tell the person next to you brother or sister <laughs> it looks like uh, you should be getting married to certain people <laughs> careful now verse 17 if her father utterly refused to give her unto him he shall pay money according to the dowry of virgins in other words the father may say no even though you slept with her i do not want you to marry my daughter simple and the father has the right to do that now verse 18 thou shalt not suffer a witch to live underline underline you are wondering what we were doing in exodus we are coming to the witch part it says we shall not allow or suffer a witch to live now if you listen to the americans discussing the death penalty why somebody should be killed etc like timothy mcveigh etc you know who bombed the oklahoma city building what the people were saying was or what they are basically saying is that such a person right who has done a crime like this does not should not be should be removed permanently from society did you understand that yeah that is all they are saying they are saying that a person like that should be removed permanently from society do you understand if i'm removing you permanently from human society it's the same as death penalty another way is to put a person in prison for life but they they those who believe in execution are all they are really trying to achieve or accomplish is that is to have such a person you know somebody who can kill a lot of people or somebody who kills people and somebody who does such horrible thing he should be taken away from society he should not be allowed to exist even if he's living in odoko far away from your house or even if he's living at Teshinugwa, far away from where you are staying or even if he's living in, in Bogatanga, far away from Accra, he should be removed from society. Because if he is in human society, even in Bogatanga or, 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 or where? Afghanistan, he is a dangerous person. Because <laughs> as you can see, some people are not, they are even far away in Afghanistan and they are causing problems by their existing on earth. Or some might, or some might, <laughs> or some might be about. So, or some might, if they had taken care of him the first time and they had removed him from society, it may have helped. Do you understand what 
they are talking about. So what they are saying is that this person should not exist in our society because he causes too much problem. Now, God is the prescriber of the death penalty in the Bible. And he says that witches, witches should not be allowed to live amongst human beings. They should be removed permanently from society. Now, if rebellion is a witchcraft, then we can say that a rebel is a witch. (laughs) Are you with me in the equation? I said, we read it, it said that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. That means that a rebel is a witch. Now, what are we supposed to do with witches? We are supposed to remove them permanently from society. Why? Let us see. Now, nobody is wiser than God. Nobody is wiser than God. Let us look at how God dealt with the rebels of his own, his own rebels. Revelations chapter 12 verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent. Which deceived the whole world. He was cast out. Into the earth. Have you read it? Amen. Now. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 14. Verse 12. Isaiah chapter 14 verse 12. It says. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, the son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? If you have a rebel, now I believe in the laws, in the laws of our country, subversion is a crime which is punishable by death, I believe. But let's notice Lucifer. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, the son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? Verse 13. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Now, notice, you see that expression, the sides of the north? God is in the north. So that's why Lucifer said, I want to sit in the sides of the north. If you notice, in Psalm 75, when the Bible says, promotion cometh not from the east, or from the west, or from the south. But it doesn't mention the north. Because God is in the north. He's in the sides of the north. (laughs) Okay, verse 14. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. What does God say? I will remove you permanently, permanently from society. 
I'll take you away, far away to hell. Verse 15, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now notice, God had a rebel. No matter how good you are and what conditions of service you give to people, there are always people who will rebel. Some people think that if you pay people well, they will not rebel against you. It is not true. You can pay people well. When somebody has a rebellious spirit in him, ungrateful spirit, no matter what, the Bible says, he that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. You need a loyal heart in a person. Not, it's not money. I have noticed as years have gone by that any time I feel under pressure to have to give certain people money, then that person is not a good person. Because... The person is, you, you, you feel pressure that you have to do something for the person. Otherwise, the person will change or not be happy. And it's not a good feeling. And I've noticed that such people who bring such pressure on me are not good people. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So, I have learned that from experience as an employer, as a pastor, etc. If I have to say thank you to your hand, if I forget to say thank you, you will be annoyed. There's something wrong. If, if I don't give you an offering, there's something wrong. If I don't do this, something bad will change. No, it's not a good thing. Now, God had employed Lucifer, created him. He was a worship leader in heaven. He was, the, he was the son of the morning or whatever they call him. And there, he was exalted high. And he said, I want to go higher. The biggest thieves are rich people, not poor people. The biggest thieves are rich people. The people who have stolen probably more money than anybody in this country are people who had a lot of money already. When you look at the money that, uh, what do you call it, stole, Abacha stole from Nigeria. And what I heard, I heard my own ears on the radio. A bank manager saying how many millions of dollars they have there. Millions and millions and millions. And yet you ask yourself that even if you are taking 10 million, how many years can you eat, use to eat 10 million? But you see, those who steal are often those who have a lot. So the fact that somebody has a position, power, does not mean that he will be satisfied. Lucifer was in a high position. He was way up there. But he said, I want, I want to be you. I want to replace you. I, I, I want, I want to, to be what you are. The fact that there is something higher than me, I don't like it. I want to come to where you are and replace you. And God said, you will be cut down, brought down to, to the sides of the hell, not sides of the north. You'll be brought down there. You'll be taken far. You will not be transferred within the same location. You see, that is one of our problems in Ghana. We don't know how to sack. You must be able to start. Some people, you have to sack them. You have to remove them permanently from your group. Anybody who cannot do that cannot create a culture of loyalty. My first associate pastor, I sacked him. I said, you, from today, you're out. Don't come to this church again. He said, he, he, I said, you are, I relieve you of all your duties in the church. Yes, I relieve you of all your duties in the church. Then he said, oh, as a Christian, so he's going to be coming to the church. I said, do not come to this church. I do not want you to come to this church at all. Don't come here. 
From the day that guy went out, peace and stability came into our church. It's been how many years now? Bible says, cast out the scorners. Cast them out. Permanently remove them from your... That is why I, I know that not everybody likes me. I'm not a fool. I preach not everybody likes the way I preach. I lead not everybody likes the way I lead. But there are a whole lot of people who really like the way I lead and who really like the way I preach. So all I'm saying is that if you don't like it, God has given many, many, many places, many kinds of churches, many kinds of leaders. You choose what is good for you and what fits your personality or what fits your character, whatever is good for you, you go there. But don't stay with us and destroy from within. Don't stay within us and destroy us from within. Because we don't claim to be perfect. We are going to make mistakes. We make mistakes because we are human beings. But we need to be surrounded by people who love us, not people who are holding a spear, waiting for us to stumble. As soon as we stumble and they see that we are going down, then they use the spear and push us further down and say, yeah, he was going down. It's not me, he was going down. But we need somebody who will hold you and bring you back up. So, God dealt with his rebel by permanently removing him from society. The society of heaven. And now, Satan is on here, here on earth. He is called in the Bible the God of this world. Anybody who thinks that, there's a song we used to say, He's got the whole world in his hand. He's got the whole world in his hand. He's got the whole world in his hand. He's got the whole world in It's not true. It's not, it can't be true. Half of the world is covered by Islam, Afghanistan, all the stands. <laughs> if it is not covered by Islam, it is covered by a very godless group of Western countries who don't believe in God. They don't believe in the existence of God. They don't believe, they don't understand what faith is. <laughs> they, don't, they don't go to church. They are homosexuals, they are, they are, they are adulterers. Multi- you see bold and beautiful, bold and beautiful, you know bold and beautiful, those, that's, that's how they are. All the people in the World Trade Center and all those, that's just the kind of people, the, the wealthy people of the world. That's their life. Immorality, live as you want, drink. I was in London a few months ago and uh, we, it was t- break time during our camp and we went to a place nearby, it was a pub to have something to eat because they had written on a sign that you can have food here as well. So as I sat there and noticed so many British people had come and they were all uh, sitting there, somewhere standing. And so I said, what's happening? Is anything going on? I said, no. This is their normal life. Everybody comes after work. They all come to the pub and then they buy a big glass of beer. Full. And you see them young, old, and they sit down, they chat. Some of them stand and they hold and they chat and drink every day. All day, every day. From work. That's their social life. No, God, God is zero. No, no God. So, he's got the whole world. He can't have the whole world. It's not the whole world. He, and if it's not covered by Islam, or it's not covered by a godless group of immoral, forgetting God, atheist, humanist type of people, it's covered by wars, Africa, poverty, wars, lack of development. He, he, he doesn't have the whole world in his hand. 
Satan is the one who has been cast down from heaven and is the, is the God of this world. That is why Satan took Jesus up to the top of the mountain and said, you see all the kingdoms? Look at Afghanistan, look at uh, Pakistan, look at America, look at Ghana, Nigeria. All these, he said, for all of them have been delivered into my hand. It is in my power to give it to you. If you just bow, just bow, just bow. Bow like this one. Bow! Oh, Satan is very bad. Very bad. Very bad. If he had bowed, he would have had it all, but Satan would have had him. So, Satan has been thrown down. He's been permanently removed. So, there's order and peace in heaven. We are looking forward to going to heaven one day. It's going to be a different, a different place. But whilst here on earth, we have a work to do. And we are fighting the rebel of rebels. And that's why he inspires people to support it. Now, what is witchcraft? What, what does it mean to bewitch somebody? Have you seen magic before? Have you seen magic before? Hmm. Uh, I don't have things to do magic for you. But magic, witchcraft, divination. I check from the Hebrew word. What is this? Divination, witchcraft, magic, sorcery, enchantment. Casting of spells. Now, what, do, what are people doing? You see, if I'm walking and somebody has done... Can you see upstairs? Can you see the book here? You can't see. Give me another microphone. One more mic. Where are the mics? Yeah, good. In fact, yeah, good. Now, let's say you are just walking along the road. And as you walk along the road, somebody else is now exerting another power over you. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. So your life is not just you are just walking like that. But the person has done certain things in the house that you are this magic that I have done here. So, when I press the yellow place, your heart will start to pain you. told me one time I, I used to have a, a truck I was doing some transport business and the person told me a story of how 
they have taken somebody's car in the realm of the spirit and they have put the car on top of a certain mountain. Until they remove the car from that mountain in the spirit, the car will never work. See, and at that time, my car was giving me all sorts of problems. <laughs> the gearbox, the gearbox was spoiled. The tipping motor was spoiled. I was in Kokompe. All I knew all the people at Kokompe. They were all my friends. I was struggling with them. One day I prayed and said, Lord, if my car is at the top of a certain mountain, I'll remove it in Jesus' name. Because you see now there are people with remote powers trying to remotely by means of divination, magic, control, enchantment and spell to change your life. When you see that this is maybe you take that this is a certain sister in the church. Whenever I see that her life is going in the right way, I'll knock it like this. Then you see that she starts to go for sugar daddies all the time. Sugar daddy, sugar daddy. Then when I see that she's coming to church, uh, she's coming to church, she says, I'll knock her again. I see that she's going, she's falling. That's witchcraft. Witchcraft is to bewitch you. To make you come under a spell. Maybe say that your life is going well. Everything, your business is prospering. So then the witch doctor will say, uh, when I press from here, it means that financial problems. Then you'll be going, oh, go, go. All my chickens, you come to, all my chickens have died. I had a farm with 250 beds. I was there when they came and told me that all of them have died. Because a power is pressing the chickens to die. Then when you press it from the back, it means that your wife will get sick. So now you see that the thing is like this. Your, 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 your chickens are dead. Now your wife. Ah! Your wife said that her hair is painting her. What kind of power is this that seeks to take control of you? It's another power which is not God's power. It's another authority which should not be there. Illegitimate authority. Illegitimate power. Which does not have a right to be there. And that is why we as Christians thank God by the power of the blood of the Lamb. We are free from every bewitchment and every spell and every enchantment. Somebody give me a piece of paper. Thank you. I'm going to propose to that sister. When I write her name, and I put a stone in it, and I throw it into the sea, and I recite Psalm 94. So you, you throw it. Then you go and propose to the sister. Say, sister, good evening. My name is Badadag. Certain things I've been seeing have caused me to be interested in your direction. What is your opinion? She has fallen. <laughs> So some people will do all sorts of things 
trying to get so that even though the sister should not listen, she is listening. What am I saying? When a person comes into a church and is a rebel, he's now bringing in another source of authority. He's now saying that he's not right. No, no, what they are doing is wrong. Hey, the pastor is very bad. So now people now turn their head to, hey, is it true? Oh, yeah, the guy is a thief. Oh, the guys are very bad. Oh, these people, they are, look, look at the cars that they are driving. Hey! So now, instead of just having one head, which they follow, now another source of authority and interest is coming up from somewhere else, dividing the whole system. Control, which is control. And they want to control people. Lucifer went down with thousands of angels. They want to take control so that you follow them. One guy who rebelled from our church, he wanted to take our church members. He would go and talk to this person, go and talk to that person, go and talk to this person, saying all sorts of bad things about me. I've never had so many bad things said about me in a short time like that. But you see, what is this? Is that he's trying to create another source of control. Now, my authority was challenged seriously. Whether I was good or bad, oh, that was a big question. Whether I was really a leader or not. Whether I was called or not. Whether I'm doing all sorts of evil things or not. That's witchcraft. And, the, and, and witchcraft, if you have experienced it, it will destroy you. When the children of Israelite, the children of Israel went out of Egypt, they were smoothly following Moses. Coolly, they were on their way to blessing. Then ten spies came up and set everybody memory. And Moses said, we are going to the promised land. The people said, we cannot go. Because another power Another source of influence had come up on the side and was telling the people that they couldn't go because of, because of giants and things that look reasonable. And they all listened to it. And suddenly the leader who was the head was now powerless as all his people had followed the, the doubt and unbelieving people had believed in them. And they all went, all the whole of Israel, they went. And what happened? What happened to them? God was annoyed with them. They said it's better for us to die. Because somebody had arisen and had, had challenged the authority. That's, that's why we call it a witch. Because he's bringing a power to control the people. And to take some away. And to lead some and divide the place. That's, that's why I say rebels are witches. And they don't deserve to be. Not that they don't deserve. They must be put away Permanently. 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 That is why in the laws of the country, somebody tries to do a good day, execute him. They execute you fast. If you like, joke with execution. You delay, they will break out and do a revolution. Yeah. You'll be surprised. And then they scatter. Who? What happened to the Israelites? All of them perished. Everybody perished in the deception. Just like Lucifer, you follow those things, you perish. There are people who would have been pastors in this church, who would have been leaders, who would have had people that they were leading and preaching to. But because of what some people have led them to believe, said to them, poison their mind, they go out. And today they are nothing. Sometimes I see people and I feel so sad. But that's Satan's work. They are bewitched under spells and enchantment, control, sorcery, control. Then they predict I tell you, you watch this and this is what's going to happen. Prediction, soothsayer, divination. You watch and see. 
the guy, you will see that this and that. I was starting a church in America. I had a rebel guy going there telling the people, he, he's coming to you, he will just use you. He will just use you to start the church. You wait and see. This and that and that. Wow! Accusation. Rebellious talking. To try to deflect them. Thank God they didn't believe it. And the one of the guys said, you know, I've known him for many years. Sir. So all these things you are saying for one hour, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. Turn with me to Joshua. Are you still in the church or you, you are annoyed? How many are going to put to death? You see, that's why when you have somebody in your house who talks, you have to put the person away permanently. Permanently out of your, your society, out of your talking. He shouldn't be in talking range of you. If you think you are wiser than God, then you keep on fellowship with such people. Turn to Joshua. When, when the people finish dying, now Satan is a liar. He said, we will die. And God said, okay, then die. They died according to the word of them. But Joshua chapter 1. Now the people had learned their lesson after 40 years of following a witch. I said what? After 40 years of doing what? Following a witch. Here. Listen carefully. Notice. Verse 16. Are you there? And they answered Joshua saying, All that thou commandest us we will do. Whithersoever thou sendest us we will go. According as we hearken unto Moses in all things. Are you with me? So we will hearken unto thee. Only the word of the Lord. The Lord be with thee as he was with Moses. Verse 18. Notice verse 18. This is their prescription for the future after years of experience. They said, whosoever be he, he be, that doth rebel. Have you seen the word rebel? Rebel against thy commandment and will not hearken unto thy words in all that thou commandest him. He shall be put to death. Only be strong. And of a good courage. After 40 years of following a witch, they said, Charlie, anybody who comes up with this kind of diversionary, division causing type of talking, saying things that look true, but are, you are not sure there's no smoke without grass, uh, well, there's no smoke without fire, this kind of. Because you see, they said that the, the men were, were, were giants and we are grasshoppers. So we can't make it. And it sounds true. He said, anything, this kind of thing, we followed some, uh, we've had some. One brother in our church, years ago, there was a rebel in a church, and he set off and went and started a church with instruments and everything. Bought a car and wrote on it the name of the church, and people said, oh man, God is moving, this is that, that, blah, 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 very powerful. After some time, the pastor decided to apply for a visa to go to America. So he applied for his visa. And he went. He got the visa. And he went. So the church members were waiting in the church. Ah, our man of God who has been able to take over and gone astride. And so they were waiting for the pastor. One week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, three months, four months, five months, six months, one year. Never to return. The guy they followed. And the whole church just disintegrated. So, years later, we also had a rebel in our church. And that rebel went to apply to see that brother who had followed that guy who went to America. Because he had now, because the pastor didn't come, but they had all dispersed and gone to different churches. And that brother had come to Lighthouse. So, 
this guy who was rebelling from us and trying to take away people came to see him and said, inviting him to church. The brother said, you know, this same thing you are doing, I've seen one before. <laughs> he said, I've seen this same thing before. I will not follow. Because if you follow a witch, a witch may look right, and they often look right. It doesn't lead anywhere. It's Scatters the whole system. But I said, I've seen the same thing before. I will not follow this thing. So, brothers and sisters, be faithful, be loyal. Absalom was killed. He was, the Bible says, and ten men surrounded Absalom and killed him. That is how Judas hung himself. She may hang himself. That is the, because a witch is scattering and destroying every good thing confusion and every evil. Nobody goes forward. You don't help anybody. You don't correct anything. You just destroy and lead people into hell. And that is why the Bible says rebellion is the same thing as witchcraft. From today be healed. Some say, we, we are just talking in the house about uh, this pastor and uh, this choir director. So they are not boring as that. We are talking about it's witchcraft. Petty, petty witches and wizards. Introduce yourself and say, I am a witch catcher. Tell the person next to you, I'm a witch catcher. Are you a witch that I have to deal with? Witch remover. Witch expeller. Disinfectant. Raid. Kills all known witches. Lift your hands and say, I shall be loyal to God, to his servants, to his word. I shall do the word of the Lord. God help me not to be a rebel. Lord help me to be a loyal person. Help me to see the deception. Help me not to be a witch. Help me not to be a wizard. Help me to do the right thing dear Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet please. Let us pray. Father, we are so grateful that no other power can have control over our lives. Lift your hand and thank God that witchcraft, spells, magic, divination, and every kind of necromancy and speaking to the dead and every wicked, evil enchantment in the church or outside the church has no power over your life. Thank God. Thank God. Thank Him. Father, we thank you. We thank you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.